The views and opinions expressed in Media Litter Sandwich do not reflect on the views of the network, station, studio, website, sponsors, guests, hosts themselves, anyone or anything else associated or even not associated with this podcast. Maybe not even the person that said them. In other words, do your own research and do not sue anyone over what is said on this show. I hear the thump of my heart. Aww. Wait, is your heart thumping over me? No, I've just got a, I've got a condition. Oh, okay. Welcome to Media Litter Sandwich. I'm Toden from Toden.com and of course Media Sandwich.com, where you could find you can find the podcast on all sorts of apps, YouTube, uh, both the websites I mentioned and DVRadio.net, where I am on it streams every Tuesday night, seven o'clock uh, Eastern time zone, and I'm in the chat room. So you can always go to dvradio.net and you can listen to their radio station and you can check out their schedule where you'll find me and find other great shows and donate, uh, join their Patreon, all that good stuff. I don't see any of it. That's their thing. It's fantastic. And today we have returning friend of the show, Dave Herndon. And how would you like to introduce yourself today? Ah, well, I do a little bit of everything. I I run a local newspaper. I I run Mm -hmm. a, a, a side business where I sell at conventions. I've recently signed a couple of contracts to write some comic books. Oh. So find me anywhere. I, I, I write poetry. I write comics. I write news stuff. I take photos. I make jewelry. You can find me doing just about anything if it's in Metro Detroit. Now you see why he's a friend of the show on Media Litter Sandwich. You know, sometimes I'm still asked, what do you guys talk about? Like, uh, media stuff, but we're not pop culture. We talk from the creator point of view. Sounds boring. Sure, maybe. I don't know. Not everybody wants to see how the sausage is made. Let's face it. Nobody wants to watch me sit around and write. I I, I do. I want to watch your heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Um, lately, we see we're seeing more, and we talked a little about this last time we were here about uh, a lot more writers being laid off, uh, and CNN has recently now we're recording on june 5th of 2019 for anyone trying to keep count so so when this goes live it's been a few weeks so you can always look up and see if anything changed since then um i don't know how hot button it's not really a hot button topic uh in regards to what cnn doing but it is an ongoing thing with uh freelancers more newspapers magazines everyone they are hiring freelancers and what cnn just uh is doing now is 90 days till they get paid which i guess is against a new york statute too it says freelancers have to get paid within 30 days yeah, and see but. and to me that's a little crazy mm-hmm. but you also have to look at and i'm not privy to their contracts i've never freelanced for cnn mm-hmm. but i've done a lot of freelancing over the years and a, and a lot of when you get paid has to do with when you actually submit your bill too All right like, like i have free, i have freelancers that work for me and I have some that will submit uh, their bill with, within an hour of me posting the story. I have others that wait and submit once a month. Mm-hmm. Now, so when does that clock start for payment? Is it based on payment from the day they did the work or payment from the day they billed me for the work? That's a good so, I mean, question. That, I'm gonna. I'm just going to go ahead. I would assume from when they bill you, but or maybe from when they did the 
the work, I assume. I don't know. Well, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, because often but it's still ninety days. Because oftentimes I would be outside the thirty day window just because of if if they did the work on June first and they right. don't bill it till July third, we're already outside the thirty day window if it counts from when they did the work. Right. And they hadn't even submitted the bill to me yet. Well, you can't pay it before they submit the bill anyway, so it would have to be from when they submit the bill. That's what I would or think. Or from the contract, if from you know, from some solid date, and you can't pay someone until they bill you. Right. I mean, I, mean, I would hope so, unless they're assuming, like, well, the, the work is worth X amount of rate, so you're just supposed to know to pay them. Right. And and I don't know that, because, like, like, you know, at the newspaper I work at, I'm, I'm kind of a one-man show. Mm-hmm. I do almost everything myself, short of laying out the paper, which is done for us through a contract. Right. But like the the woman that bills everything for me that pays the bills. Like she, needs, she, she works she for needs our, to see the and it's not called the bill. It's called uh um, well, she pays the invoice. The invoice, yeah. But, Send me an invoice. But like my, my freelancers copy me on the invoices, mm-hmm. but they they go to our payroll department for the company. And as long as there's nothing wrong with it, I just let it go. If if I don't correct it, she pays out what they bill. So like the person paying our bills doesn't even know Right. What the work was necessarily, they just know that I didn't. Here's an it. invoice that was approved. Right. So it's interesting, and 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 we're a relatively we're a small, large company. You know, mm-hmm. like we have lots of small newspapers within a large company, but we're nowhere near on the size of like a CNN. I have no idea how they would even keep track of that, or or how they do their freelance work. I mean, are are the right. freelancers you're specifically talking about just the people that are going out and covering stories? Or are they doing other type of work? I think it was all writing freelancers. It okay. was writers. Okay, That's so, so it's I a read. similar concept, but but they're probably writing scripts for for broadcast, not. I think it's. Is I, it, I, I it assume it's mostly for the website. Okay. I, I have to be honest. I don't watch a lot of CNN. Yeah. I don't. I, don't I, read I didn't a lot deep of CNN. dive into this. Um, I, I didn't deep dive, but from what I understand, it's it's writers. Um, and 90 days from, you know, from whenever. I don't mean, but whenever, you know, it's I mean, 90 days. I mean, and, and for that, <laughs> as, as long as they knew that going in, I don't see the complaint. Like, if they signed a contract that right. said. I I would not go work for a business that did that. I, actually, I have worked for a business that took them three months to pay me. I actually worked for a business, um, and it took them, yeah, about three months to start paying me. Uh, because I was already working for them, and it was like one of those layoffs and the rehired thing. Like, and it was always you get confused was, in the system. Well, it was always, hey, look, um, you're not officially hired yet, but you'll get back pay. And and that was I was always laid off twice a year, and I would always get back pay okay. uh, for that time. Just one time so took me three that. or four months. So that I mean, that so was, so in 2004, yeah, and it was for a startup TV company. Like they 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 gave us it was a new TV station. Mm-hmm. They gave us a list of what they pay as a sports station. Right. Like, they, they pay this for if you're part of the on-air broadcast talent. They pay this if you're running a camera. This if you're directing the broadcast. And I did a little bit of everything for them. I, I did some commentary depending on the sport. I did a lot so of it's broadcasting. not a union shop. <laughs> no, but it was a very large corporation that owned lots of newspapers and okay. radio. And this was – they actually owned the local TV company. Okay. Like, like, like cable TV company. And they agreed, we agreed on a fee, on fees, like, and I just kept, you know, I worked basically all summer. I didn't know I was right out of high school. Right. And I didn't understand, like, I just thought I'd get a check at some point, like, they were still working things out. 
And finally, after about two and a half months, they're like, oh, no, we decided this is an internship and nobody's getting paid. What? After I had already been doing the work for months on the assumption of... Like this was the pay scale I was given. When you I didn't know. You're right. You're right. You were. Were you still in high school or right out I, of high school? It, it, I got hired while I was still in high school. I didn't start doing the work until after graduation. Wow. But I got hired in like April or May of when I was still in high school. Right. And then I started doing the work like the second week of June, right after high school. And I was one of the first people they hired, and they're like, "Oh no, we decided it's going to be a college internship." And I wasn't even enrolled in a college. At you the can't, time. you can't decide after you hired me, right? But it was a freelance thing; it wasn't a hiring. Okay. And I was too young to understand the difference. Yeah. I did, however, go on to work for the company at one of the newspapers for a, for quite a while afterwards. Okay. Always read your contracts. Always understand how it works. I can never take a job today if I wasn't going to get paid in a timely manner. I'm not in college anymore. You're, We're not fresh out of high school no more. We can't do that no more. I have bills. Yeah, I got bills. I got rent. Well, and, and I, not I, only I, I got to buy the, the, the chickens need food. Well, they eat whatever's on the ground. Well, and not only that, eat. and not only that, but I have a lot of things asking about my time. Right. I, I can't afford to do things for free when I'm passing up paid work. Right. FYI, I'm not getting paid for this. Okay, but you could sponsor us again. <laughs> you, you, you could be paying to do this, which is so much better because that means you're going to have fun. If you're getting paid, that means you're doing work. If you're paying for it, that means you're going to have fun. You could have fun doing this. That means you'd have to pay, though. I am paying. I had to pay for the, for the parking. Uh, that's not me, though. <laughs> that's you having fun at the hotel, which we're hosted by Foundation Hotel in Detroit. They're fantastic. They're not a sponsor. Uh, they're just hosting us. They're fantastic, though. Fair enough. And I, and I love the space. It's only the second time I've been in here since you've been recording in here. Mm -hmm. This is wonderful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm starting to learn to ignore the big window. Which is raining. Yeah, outside. but it's raining now. Every time, if we were to wave at somebody as they walk by and they stop to wave back, you're going to cause them to get extra wet. I'm failing to see the downside here. Right. I think it'd be funny. Yeah. I, I know you got at least two people while we were setting up. <laughs> yeah, I did. One was on a cell phone. Because <laughs> apparently only about one out of every like six people walking by actually has an umbrella. Yeah. Which I'm not judging because I left my umbrella in my car. I think a lot of people have been walking by have an umbrella. His umbrella's not even open. That's but he's wearing a hat. Exactly. You don't need an umbrella if you're wearing a hat. If uh, it's I left mine in the back of my car. I don't know where mine are. That That's fair. Lost. But anyways, as far as the freelance pay goes, like I understand it's it's violation of the law, specifically in New York. Mm -hmm. But like CNN does work all over the country. So I wonder I wonder if their headquarters is New York, why they fall in, or if it's just for the New York employees. I don't know right. for sure. But as long as the employee, or not employee, but contractor, sign, sign the contract. Uh-huh. I don't see where there where anybody can have a complaint there, outside of like if you're doing the work in New York that's not legal, right? And, and your freelancers they get paid in a timely manner, for the most part. Um, yeah. the, the the way our company does it basically is they pay like I get paid every two weeks, mm -hmm. and freelance money gets paid on the off weeks. So like if you bill me today, well I, I can't say specifically today, but if you build this week. Mm -hmm. You'll get paid this Friday because I get paid next week. It's a billing cycle. But so, so if you get if you you bill within the two week period, you get paid the Friday. You know, we we pay up two Fridays a, a month basically. Okay. Yeah, this is a billing cycle. 
Right. So if you if you send the bill in anytime in that two weeks, you'll get it. Mm-hmm. Basically, I the first I'm and fifteenth. I think I'm still technically a freelancer for that company. I'm not sure. Once on the list, always on the list. And uh, like, even if we stop using you, you're still on the list. So does that mean I can still write down I'm a freelancer uh, on my resume? Technically, it also it also means if I ever need something, I can call you and make you go do it. Um, that's that's fine. I'm a freelancer. I could say no if I wanted to. But, uh, and, and plus, before you used to, when you did call me or whoever would call me, it was mostly to cover something in my backyard, anyways. Consider it. I'm not making that up. It would be in my backyard. Well, well literally once. It was, <laughs> was a fire. Well, was it? Uh, yeah, there was a fire in the building behind me. Like, literally. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. Can, uh, why? What's going on? There's a fire behind you. Can you go take pictures and maybe interview some people? Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> okay. Hey, I was out of town and you were available. <laughs> right. And it was in my backyard. I might as well. It's now open, you're a freelancer. You're a, Peter, your, you're a Peter Parker level freelancer minus the selfies. Open your back window. <laughs> I, I did try to take one out my back window. <laughs> then I decided it would be better if I went down in person. Is that the only time we actually paid you for something? Or did yeah, you the other? other one was the you didn't pay me for the for the pictures of when someone uh, shot the the water line, which was in the apartment, so it technically wasn't even in my backyard. It was underneath me. <laughs> but, I, I, you but, know, but I you should I should go back to the apartment. Just because I knew I would get paid to live there because co- all the stupid It's costing stuff. you money having moved out. <laughs> I lost all my freelance work because I didn't have to walk anywhere. <laughs> oh, hey, move to the right city and you can pick it all back up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. No, I'm good. I don't know. My luck will happen anyways. But, but you were paid timely. Yes, I was. If I was paid, I think I was paid. Pretty sure I was paid. It was years ago. Now I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't remember. So, anyways, you are also writing comic books now. Yeah, I uh, I signed a contract to work with. Uh, I don't think he actually even has a name yet, but a, a name for the company. <laughs> I was gonna say, is he an anon? <laughs> no, it's uh, pa- Pat Koala. He 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 grew up here in Lincoln Park. Uh, name sounds familiar. Lives up in Traverse City now. He's doing an anthology collection. Okay, it's called Get in the Game. It's all about. Uh, it's a bunch of eight-page uh, stories that are all about um, video games somehow, some way, how they affected our lives. Um, mm. my, mine's more of a not really how it affects my life, just kind of a, a, a story. Right. But, you know, I had the idea. It struck me. I, I pitched it to him. He loved it. I forgot about it for about five months. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap, the, the script's due on Sunday. So I yeah. sat down in about an hour and a half and, and wrote a version of the script that I figured he would hate, but it would at least get me to where I can... I have a script I can edit now, mm-hmm. and I sent it off to him as the rough draft was due, and he kind of loved that. <laughs> Which part of it is that you know I've, I've been reading and writing for a long time, but it was my first comic script. Right, you're already a professional writer, not in that way, format. way different form, but but my my stuff tends to be somewhat better polished than mm-hmm. th- th- than a first time writer, even though it's a different format. Yeah, it's not like writing a script where it's a huge different format. But uh, and, and I'm going to admit to this here first. Uh, <laughs> I didn't tell him that I had never really looked at a comic book script before. <laughs> so rather than like going out and just finding one online or whatever, because right. I wasn't sure, I, uh, I I called him one day and I was like, "So I'm pretty flexible. 
what format would you like the script in? You want to send me a sample page, and I will send it in the format that's going to be easiest for you to edit. <laughs> it, it, he had to have recognized this. So he sent me a sample page, and I just deleted all their information out, but then I had the format of how he wanted it done. Right. And that's kind of how I taught myself to write a comic book script. Communication, communication. It, 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 it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, just don't feel dumb. Just ask. Hey, how do I make a smoothie? You just throw the fruit in the blender, not the pits. Uh (laughs) But, you know, so even at that, I ended up doing, I think, three passes on the script. Uh Uh, The script has actually been in the artist's hands now for three weeks. And uh, Pat is hoping to have it out, have the book out by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, He's hoping to go to press like September, October and, and actually have it out for people in December. Awesome. Um, so, you know, it's we're fast. Just, just, it's just timely. Just a couple months away, but there, there's a lot of really cool creative teams working on it. Okay. And that kind of struck my interest. I've always wanted to write a comic, and I was like, here's my chance. I don't have any financial, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have to worry about figuring out how to pay an artist. I don't have to worry about publishing the book or anything. Like, I just write the script. Pat does the rest. How easy is that? I kind of love that. I want to find more projects like that. <laughs> Uh, but I need another. Pro- I need people that that'll do that here. They'll just be like, hey, can I just like talk on the microphone and you do everything? Maybe I could find someone to volunteer to do, be my social media manager. <laughs> See, I'm good at that. Yeah, yeah, but, but you need to get paid right. timely. <laughs> but so so I'm after, not CNN here. Don't worry, I won't wait ninety days. So after that, I've had another idea floating around in my head for a while. Uh huh. And I talked to an artist friend that lives near me down in Ohio. And we were talking about it. And I was just like, I can't afford to pay an artist. You know, it's going to cost me like a thousand dollars. Like, we were talking about it. And he 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 agreed. He liked the concept. Is this somebody that I know you've taken many pictures of? No. Okay. This is Jarrett Wallen. Mm-hmm. He's actually done another book before called uh, Super Angela. It was published uh, down in down in Ohio. And he's actually working on the Get in the Game script, but not on my version. Okay. Uh, but we we agreed to like. Just co-own the the concept. He's going to do all the art. I'm going to do the writing. And we're going to kickstart it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, we'll move on to something else. But it's called How Much for the Used Underwear. (laughs) And it's a collection of two-page short stories just about things I've overheard, be it in my journalism life, be it in my con life, Comic-Con, not criminal, (laughs) or just in general. And the title's based off of uh, one of the stories in the book. Right. Uh, where I, that I overheard at a yard sale. I was at a buddy's, like, he was having an estate sale for his dad. His dad was this 80-some-year-old man that had recently passed away. And accidentally, literally, a box of used underwear got put in the yard sale instead of tossed to the trash. And there was a woman that, like, sat and searched through it for a good 20 minutes and then came up and tried to haggle with him <laughs> over the price of used <laughs> men's boxers. <laughs> now, it was a little absurd to me, but... I didn't think nothing of it. Like two years later when I'm coming up for the concept for this book, like it hit me again and just like, I have to include that. <laughs> I find it hilarious. Plus if I ever become a famous comic book writer, they're uh-huh. going to have to say like from, from the author of how much for the used underwear <laughs> as that will be my first official solo title published. I don't want to know what the price is. <laughs> <laughs> so of course I take creative license with all these to make them funnier or whatever, right. but I've got I've got about six of those done now, and Jarrett's starting on some of the art. We're hoping to be able to get that out uh, probably next year. Okay. And then after that, we're hoping to kind of do a book a year, just to, just kind of funny whatever we want to do. 
there'll, there'll be one shot books. We'll, we'll so ca- you already do trade shows and comics. This means now you're going to finally be able to be an artist alley, or are you going to still have all your big booth and be like, hey, I wrote a comic book too. I can be like these guys over here. Well, my theory on that is I will take the artists that work with me as often as I can. Right. So they can sell the book. And, and they can push it like, hey, if you want to get it signed by the writer, too, he's here. And they can send him to my vendor booth. Mm-hmm. And then I will also have the book in the vendor booth, but it won't be like the key thing. Right, but, right. It'll be like a pile of books. and and. But also at some of the bigger shows where I can't afford vendor space, okay, I can maybe buy an artist table to split with one or two of the artists I'm working on, working with. Yeah, they can sense. set up some of their art. We can set up comics. and Yeah. You know, be, an, be an excuse to be able to do some of the bigger shows where vendor space is, you know, two or three thousand dollars. And I just can't risk that with the size of my business. Yeah. But an artist table might be two or three hundred bucks. I need to go back to cons. I liked having a table. <laughs> well, and, and I'm also working on another project that I've not told anybody publicly about. Ooh. A 2020 booth babe calendar. Not what you think. I, I you know what? Coming from you, I don't know what that thing. It's not what you think. It, it, it's gonna be all for charity. You said booth bay. Booth babe. Booth babe. But it's going to be an all for charity thing, and what do we see at Comic Cons a lot? There, there's a lot. I've never, I've never really liked the whole. Um, I'm here to get pictures, but only of quote unquote hot cosplayers. Well, in fact, by staying away from that, I've gotten more invites. Well, and that's where this is going to be different. And and I always said when I bring my camera, and do not say that stuff to me because I will give you the dirtiest of all looks. Because I'm not there for hot cosplayers. I'm there to get a feel of the event. Well, and that's where this one's going to be a little different. Yeah. There, you, there, there are don't a lot. believe me. Check out my cosplay videos at youtube.com slash K or go to totin.com. <laughs> but, you know, there are lots of things for, for, for the horn dog guy to walk around and buy a pinup of whatever. There's not a lot of things. That, there's also not a lot of people that find, or not a lot of cons that find them desirable, unless you're going to spend a lot of money. But you know, well, there's not a lot of things for the female fan that comes to the show to get similar for the guys. Oh. So, an, an artist friend of mine, every time she takes a photo at one of her booths, she has uh-huh. her husband, who's like a, a amateur bodybuilder, like pose in her booth, and she posts it as like, "This is my booth candy for the weekend." <laughs> and I thought it was funny. Ha ha. I was like, hey, we should do this as a calendar. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll dress you up in costumes based on, like, the theme of the month. We'll, we'll do photos, but we'll hide your wife's art in the photos. Yeah. And, and we'll do it the, the booth babe or booth candy calendar for 2020. We're, we're, gonna, we're, we're also going to do a Kickstarter on this. We're going to start taking photos so probably next month. So will it be women month. or men? It's going to be all men. The first one's going to be all him because I don't have a lot of models. Right. Just do it as a test market. I have to find a printer yet. But But – all the we're, we're going to cover expenses mm-hmm. for for the costumes for the photographer because I don't have the right photography equipment. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure my boy Jason P will be very interested. But we're we're going to cover the expenses for the photographer for the costumes for the printing. You get and Jason P, he'll set up an underwater shoot for you. Well, he and, loves underwater shoots. Well, and then every every other bit of money we make is all going to go to we haven't picked a charity yet, but we're going to do like a women's shelter type okay type charity. Okay. And then if it's popular, I'm gonna you know, we'll do another one for 2020 where we'll do like 12 different models. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be the new concept, and, and I just and it's always gonna be for charity. I'm never gonna make money off it. Yeah. And you know, um, have you ever used Smiled on Amazon? I haven't. Okay, that's a good way to donate to charity. Like not so much donate to charity. It's like uh, if you buy something, just whatever you normally would buy off of Amazon. If you use Smiled on Amazon. 
um, either a portion of, uh, sometimes a portion of that will go to charity. And our charity of choice is DV Farm, uh, okay. part of the DV network, of course. So it's kind of like the affiliate link program, except instead of going to you, it goes to a charity. Exactly. And that's why I don't use the affiliate links anymore. One, it was when I did uh, reviews, it made kind of sense. Like, oh, here's the links to it, but... It, it it sometimes just just it got kind of gummy and I prefer I, now that they you can do it for charity do it for charity for for real yeah I, I try to give back as much as I can yeah you know, yeah I still, still got to eat and let's face it look at me I eat a lot but... <laughs> video version is different than the audio version <laughs> fair enough I I sometimes forget we're podcasting eh, there's a camera there it works. I hope. So that's enough about me, though. I didn't mean to, like, divulge into, like, all my crap, but... D dude, you're the guest. That's what we're supposed to do here. Anytime I talk about myself, I edit it out later. <laughs> that's fair. Well, uh, okay, so media-wise, I think we talked about this last time we are here, but I still absolutely hate it. I still hate it. I still hate it when I go to a new site, and instead of... And they're like, here's a video, and all it is is B-roll with music and text over it. Please tell me you don't do that. I would argue that there's not many news sites that do do that. Right. Like, a lot of those are just the, like... Now this is not a news site. Right. Vox is not a news site. Media matters, doesn't matter. Stop including them in anything. Their opinion doesn't matter. They're not a media site. They're, they're not they're, they're not anything. They're just hateful they're, they're, people. They're bloggers at best. They're hateful people. And, and that's not me like like bagging on bloggers. There there, no. are, there are some bloggers that are amazing. Yeah. But a these are not them. But a blogger who is not a trained journalist is not a journalist. Right. Now, if um, I start a blog and I write right. about newsy stuff, that's still news. And if I start a blog that is very slanted and I wrote down false statements about people, I would be being hateful. Right. I mean, and, that's, and, that, you can't yell at, you can't call a gay man a gay man and, have, and, and someone says, that's a hateful comment. Well, unless you're from Vox, then uh, as long you know, as you could do that while you're inciting violence and throwing milkshakes or telling someone else to. Right. Well, and that's the thing too, like telling the truth, like the stone cold truth, mm -hmm. isn't necessarily all journalism either. You still have to do it in a way that you're not trying to incite something. Right. You can't just be like that guy killed a guy, go kill him. No. Like yeah, maybe. Well, true. now you're inciting violence. Right. So people that, you know, it might have, well, it's true. Hey, he and killed a guy. And that's not the truth. Saying, telling someone to go do something is not, not stating truth either. Well, that, well that, that's what that, I mean. Like, that, like, like, that, that's making a statement. Well, like the true part might be that he killed a guy and then the rest is still your opinion and you shouldn't do that if you're trying to do news. Right. Like, I, I don't know if I ever talked to you about this, but it used to make me laugh. R Rush Limbaugh, and I haven't listened to him in a long time. I don't know. He still made uh, and, content. And he might not, to be honest. It's been a long time since I've listened to it. Okay. I used to listen to him quite a bit, not because I liked it, but because I like to know how other people think. Okay. I like to be informed by the other side of opinions. Right. So I would listen to him once or twice a week at least, sometimes more. And he, he would brag all the time, like when he'd come back out of a break, like, you know, we, we've been fact-checked, yada, yada, 97.8% of everything we say is 100% true. But my problem with that is he had an opinion show. So the only thing they're fact-checking is when he says, like, hey, it's 9.32 a.m. on a Tuesday. Hey, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it, it's June 7th. Like, they're fact-checking that stuff. 
And he got that wrong like two and a half percent of the time. <laughs> They're not fact checking when he says, like, I hate the president. Right. Because that's, that's not an a opinion. Fact. It's an opinion. I mean, it might be a fact in his head because the fact is he It's hates. a fact that he hates the but president. But that, that's not something – it's an opinion. They're, they're right. not checking his or his guests' opinions. Yeah. They're only checking factual statements. And you by know, the nature of his show – I think that person over there is an idiot. That's an opinion. Right. So the, or it's a fact that I think that, which there is nobody over there, unless you count some gentleman walking around in a suit and a blue – baseball cap right so like the facts he was stating are when he's like you know the wall street you know the the, the dow is up three points today or whatever hmm. like stuff that is verifiably uh-huh. true and he got that stuff wrong two and a half percent of the time like that's embarrassing <laughs> like that's not something to brag about yeah cause, um because a lot of times when you're running a talk show you're not a reporter you're running a talk show so right, well, and he was very good at what he did. Or it's does. different. It, it's very different. He he. I, I, to be honest, I don't know if he's still on the air. I haven't tried to listen to him in a long right. time. But his show was very good at doing what it needed to do, which was create buzz within the co- conservative community about things, to to create a buzz around the people that sponsored his show to make his sponsors and himself money. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that, except I don't agree with the way he did it. But that's my opinion. Right. So the fact checkers wouldn't say that your show got it wrong, even if they didn't agree with it. <laughs> Should we go ahead and, and try a Toad and Reads? Sure. I don't even know what to look up right now. Okay, so on Toad and Reads, uh, I have the Detroit Free Press's Facebook page up. Uh, I believe we looked through this page before. Um, but we you did. mentioned an article you wanted me to find the comments for about uh, the insurance, which keep in mind, this video won't come out for a couple weeks from now, but uh, a new auto insurance uh, has been re uh, signed into law. Yeah, well, and basically for those of you that aren't in Michigan, don't really know, uh, Michigan has the highest auto insurance rates in the country. Part, part of it is because they have an uncapped uh, um a liability fund so that if you get hurt in a car accident, the insurance company has to pay your medical bills for life. They're the only state in the country that still has that. And people have been trying to figure out how to lower the rates. And that's kind of the new bill they've, they've signed. I believe the article you found is right after the bill passed the house. The same bill was signed a few days later into law and will be taking effect. So, mm-hmm. But these comments are from before it was actually signed by the governor. I'm still trying to find the one that you mentioned. Uh, May 30th, that was on Mackinac Island, where no cars are allowed. Governor Whitmire signed a bill into law that will make significant change to Michigan's no-fault auto insurance. I love that headline, by the way. Well, that's not the headline. That's the post commentary. I love that. Where there are no cars allowed, let's sign an auto bill. Well, it's because she I was there for it. the holiday weekend, and I—I I, I know it's—it's it's just kind of—it it is kind of a, an interesting place to. Just, <laughs> Would that I, be considered ironic or coincidence? It's probably coincidence because. <laughs> Um, but, the headline is Michigan car insurance reform signed into law by by Governor Gretchen Whitmer. I, is that how you say her name? Whitmer. 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 I murmur, whip, whitmer, murmur. How do you say it again? 
Gretchen Whitmer. Gretchen Whitmer. Okay. Um, so here on the show, we don't care what it actually says because we're all about comments. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> if you, so I, let's see if I can figure out what's in the bill by the comments. You probably read as much of it as some of the people that voted on it. Ah. People voted on it? The senators and the, and okay. the state reps. Um. Okay, uh, now we need it now, not in the next four years. That was going to be the next two years. I guess they changed it to four years. Gretchen has done more for the citizens of Michigan in one month than Snyder has done in four years. Um, I don't know. He he did a lot in the first month he was well, in. We, we also have to realize she's been in office since January, so it's not one month, and he was in office for eight years, not four. Right. But facts. I I, I don't. I, I, I know. I, I, I don't know how true that is. I'm not the big. I, I'm not a fan of either one. So I don't know. And I don't talk about my opinions on people I cover. Okay. The fair enough. So let's read someone else's opinions. Um. Okay. This guy's responding to that. If that was true, the issue would have been resolved. Unfortunately, your story is just another fabrication. Please back up your story with facts and sources. I'm calling you out on your lie. Keep in mind, he's not calling out the article. He's calling out the guy that said um, this governor has done more than the previous governor. Okay, fact check it. Cool. Who cares? You know, I want to say on your lie. Dude, he's... Whatever. Um, Snyder did nothing to solve anything. He was in it for his wallet and a bridge. I thought he was against that bridge. Well, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know which bridge we're talking about. That, well, that, that's that. what I was going to get at. Like, I don't know what like, are they talking about the new international bridge because he was a supporter of that. Yeah, I don't he was against Maroon's bridge, right? Which. For that matter, he was I'm, also for new bridge construction material because I covered some of that. I mean, and for that matter, so I, I don't know which bridge they're talking about. I'm very much against the, even the even the existing Maroon Bridge for the simple fact mm-hmm. that a private citizen should not control an international crossing. Ooh, like I don't think any private citizen anywhere in the country should be allowed to own an international crossing. That that sh- I, I'm not all for big government, but that's that's one thing that should be controlled strictly by the government. You have a point. You do have a point there, for sure. And it's not even like I'm anti Matt A. Maroon because he's right. done good things too. I just don't think anybody should control any one person should control mm-hmm. an international crossing. Right. I yeah. Neither one of us know what bridge they're talking about because there's been a couple bridges come by, and he and also bridge material stuff that was featured on um, 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 Modern Marvels, and he was which was a lot of research taking place in Michigan that he mm-hmm. uh, that he spoke about. I mean, and, and with any politician that's going to serve four to eight years, they all do lots of good things. They all do lots of bad things. Yeah. I don't think there's a single politician that's ever served in any office that I've paid attention to where I've agreed with everything they did or disagreed with everything they did. Yeah, and of course, someone has to invoke the Obama. Uh, what did Obama accomplish again? I just find that funny, but still. And there's also a bunch of other stuff invoked, too. It's just completely uncalled for. You know, yeah. you, I, that's why I like reading these things. It is it, the internet. Yeah, it's the internet. You don't know what they're going to read. And, of course, you don't know who's even being semi-serious at all. Uh, I, w- I wish this. I wish Facebook would, would be a non. 
We could have so much more fun if they're all oh, on Lord, no. Yes. As somebody who has to deal with some comments from time to time. <laughs> you deal with a lot of interesting comments. I, I love it when you comment on now we can't read from from that one particular group because it's closed and I rather not uh publicize <laughs> right. any of it, which I believe is actually in their um it's actually in, in their in their in their rules. Correct. <laughs> Um, so I guess the first rule is I can't name what it, what it is. And, and second rule, I'm probably breaking by talking about it, but I love it when you respond to people complaining about neighbors and stuff like that. And like, well, technically the law says this, so you're wrong. Well, so many people <laughs> complain about their neighbors parking in front of their house. It's a public street people. Yeah. As long as they're not parking a commercial vehicle for more than X amount of hours, it changes based on the city. It's perfectly fine. Coming from a guy that doesn't have a driveway, boo-hoo. I'm going to park in front of someone's house. If you don't want me to park there, come talk to me. We can figure this out. Oh, and that's the biggest thing. Talk to your neighbors. Don't, uh-huh. don't, most, most disagreements can be settled over a beer and a conversation or a yeah. water and a conversation, whatever. Whatever, yeah. I, I seriously had a neighbor. All he did was, hey, can you not park there? I need spot. I need a spot for my girlfriend to park. Dude, your driveway can fit six cars. I want her to park in front of my house. Okay. I'm cool with that. And then when I didn't see her car for two weeks, I started parking there again. The guy never said nothing else to me because I figured they broke up. <laughs> Apparently, I was right. That's fair. Yeah. I still think it's funny when you have a super long driveway, but insist that no one parks in front of your house. Well, I have a super long driveway myself, but most of it's behind my fence, and I have a trailer for my side business. Yeah. The trailer doesn't fit inside the fence. That makes sense. So I can only fit the trailer and one car in my driveway. Right. But when you only have one car, no trailer or anything right. like that, then, then you're it's getting people a little... that just don't want to have to switch cars if they... Yeah. Well, he just does. I don't know. They just want they. Yeah, whatever. Um, I digress. Yes. I don't. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Signed a useless bill that will not reduce our insurance costs. Read the fine print. That is our new governor or your new governor. I don't know. I guess we'll check in four years, and don't worry, our, our, our other things will go up to replace it. I'm, did, wait, didn't I read something that our insurance is actually going to initially go up before it goes down? I've read that as well. I have to be honest. I, I didn't cover this specific uh, bill. Oh, they're excited to see hey. us. <laughs> I'm Too bad the camera's given, pointed this way. He's given like a rock and roll tour or whatever, this guy, because he's walked back a couple times. And now there's... What four or five women just like waving and ranting and ah and I raving think he works here because he was here in here earlier. He was uh, at the um. I'd be more than, more than happy to cut this short and let them in. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> well, they're walking away now. Yeah, they're gone now. Reading the comments. This is the actual comment. Okay. Reading the comments. People are so naive. No fault is no good. All you have to do, all you have to do, is have insurance in any state without it to know that. Meanwhile, short-sighted lemmings read what's changing for Pete's sake. And there are four responses where this woman... What's wrong with being lemmings as long as you're not being uh, uh, filmed by Disney? <laughs> so the first response is to the woman that says, read the article before commenting. Surely you're joking. Don't call me Shirley. 
So she responds, read the bill. It's a public information. So she's already saying, don't trust the article, trust the bill. Which somewhat true, but I haven't read the article myself either, so I don't mm. know. I haven't read either. I mean, and then a third person comes in and just like slow your roll. They both suck. <laughs> I don't know if he's referring to the two women that were talking in the article or, or commenting, or the bill and the or article. If he means the bill and the article, or <laughs> I would like to think he means the bill and the article and not two random women on the internet. <laughs> but that's the beauty of uh, random people on the internet. Yeah. That's why I try not to comment on my phone anymore because a million typos. I just typo it up and you don't know what I'm talking about. I know sometimes I'll, I'll write a whole thing out and apparently like I'll miss a whole line. Yeah. Like a whole sentence my, I my, thought my I wrote phone, out. My phone does that a lot. Yeah. This is very bad legislation. It needs to be immediately repealed and redone. Hasn't even gone into effect yet and this guy's already decided it's terrible. And it might be. I'm not commenting on the legislation. Yeah, it might be. Sometimes uh, it goes around and everyone writes a little something inside of it. You know, I mean, there's some legislation that comes, you know, that we read the bills or we just read the headline. And we're like, that's going to be great. And then you read it and it's like that one part right there needs to change. Okay, Man, well, I can't believe they voted down the best bill ever that will do amazing, amazing things. Yeah, but there was a line that said that. You know, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. Well, and, 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 I'm not. And, and that's make how, a better bill. And write that's it. how, what was it, 15 or 20 years ago or so, the federal government ended up paying to have a Hooters bill and a New Jersey Turnpike <laughs> because they got tossed in on a bill that nobody wanted to vote down because of the name of the bill or whatever. Okay. And the federal government ended up giving like $150,000 to build a Hooters to somebody. <laughs> so in response to the last comment it says it removes unlimited medical coverage from no fault and will save most drivers only a few dollars a month the savings are only guaranteed for a few years i'm sure once that that's gone the rates will go back up and you'll have significantly worse coverage the original commenter responds mitch album wrote a very good article about it yesterday mind you mitch album is a columnist not a not a reporter yeah, um, no comment on uh, Mitch album. I'm just reading. reading I know. This I comment. understand. I understand. I'm not commenting on well, Mitch. So, so, I liked a couple of his books. I liked a couple of his books. He, but he is you. He is not a reporter, right? And he never has been. He's always been a commentator. I thought he was, con- thought he was considered a sports reporter at one point. He, he's done sports columns. I, I'm not sure that he was ever a reporter. Reporter. Okay, because he's and, and reported be wrong. things about sports that got him in trouble. But but they were all through his column. Okay. And, and, and he might have started as a reporter. I honestly don't know. He started yeah. before I paid attention. Okay. He is not one of the people I will meet in heaven. <laughs> I was a very big fan for a long time, and I haven't been... I like Tuesdays with Maury. I like the five people meet in heaven. That has nothing to do with his talk show or his column. I don't. I I, won't, I honestly don't listen to his talk show, so I I I don't know I don't what he either. talks about. I know Rip Raj guests on it, and but, I like. But, Rip but Raj. anyway, to, to get to get back to the, uh, it says Mitch Album wrote a very good article about it yesterday. I think it was mm-hmm. very recently. Anyway, in it he describes what the law actually says. I'm very conservative and rarely agree with him, but this time I believe he's right. I don't see how somebody who's very conservative would not also commonly agree with mitch album but 
I, I don't know. I don't know what his opinion, political opinions are anymore. I just, and, and I don't read a lot of it either, but right. to, to be honest, I, I stay up less and less on, on the hyper-local Detroit stuff than I used to. Dave, please go ahead and uh, promote yourself. Well, uh, I, I know this is going to air in a couple weeks, so the, the Kickstarter will already be over, but I am, I'm running You have out. several Kickstarters that come up, so where will they be able to find about your upcoming Kickstarters? Well, uh, the the one for the get in the game is actually going to be run through Pat. If if he okay. does it through Kickstarter, he might just self fund it. I'm not sure. Um, the the one that I'm going to be running probably in three to four months with the book with Jarrett, the how much for the used underwear, that will be shared on my personal Facebook pages, the Turtle Trinkets Facebook page, uh, Twitter at nh dave h, mm-hmm. Instagram which is at d herndo, no n on the end of that. I should really change that at this point since I'm using it more professionally than anything. But um, th- those are the three main social media places uh, specifically for that stuff. Like I said, the Kickstarter I'm running now is for an enamel pin. I'm only $100 away from funding as we speak, but okay. it'll be long over by the time you edit this. Yeah. But you can kind of see the – I've I've owned, exclusively run Kickstarters for enamel pins in the past. Uh, only two. It's not like I do this a lot. But I'm going to be doing my comic books in the future through there, probably one a year. And uh, that's kind of the best place to find me is the Turtle Trinkets Facebook page or Twitter. Okay. So uh, Turtle Trinkets Facebook page or at Google NA, Dave Hernan on Twitter. Yeah. Or, or my, my personal Facebook page, if you want to reach out to me, I'm Dave Herndon. I have the blue verified check mark. Okay, cool. But you know what? Don't friend everybody. Don't, don't do that. I generally don't accept friend requests, but if you send me a message through Messenger, I will respond. Okay. Look at Turtle Trinkets. He has a lot of cool stuff. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you sell any of it through Facebook, but I, I, don't I think generally you do. don't sell online just because it's all locked up in a trailer, so it's out at shows. Yeah. But if there's something very specific, I I've, I make exceptions. Um, I also have an Etsy store where I sell just stickers and some enamel pins. Okay. And that's just cool. turtle trinkets on Etsy. Okay. Uh, once again, this was Media Litter Sandwich. You can listen to us. Please rate, review, and whatever you're listening or watching on, share us. Maybe someone enjoys. Maybe you're trying to convince somebody the other aspects of writing. This is uh, this any episode where this guy's on it, we talk about you know, different aspects of writing for newspapers and freelancing. You probably know someone that needs to hear about that and also pick his brain or pick our brain. What else do you want to pick our brain about? Let me know. Uh, you can respond to me at podcast at media sandwich.com or on Twitter, anything toad in media litter sandwich has a group on Facebook. We also read the comments on YouTube. Um, I know we're on a bunch of apps. Sometimes I don't even know what all apps we are, but get a hold of us. Write a review on whatever you listen to us on. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Hope you enjoyed our discussion and may the algorithms be in your favor. Hi, who am I? I you can you even hear me? Aw, she literally just gave you the kiss off. I, I don't care. She blew me a kiss. She yelled, who are you? I couldn't hear her, but I could read her lips. She yelled, who are you? And then when you didn't answer, which you did, but it's a soundproof room. Yeah. I said, can you even hear me? Because no way she could hear me. She gave you a dirty look and then gave you the kiss off, literally. <laughs> 
I, I, hey, she blew me a kiss. She blew me a kiss. 